0: okay well it's going to be a great episode guys welcome back to the power half hour and today we have a very special guest coming from mexico am i correct dave
1: cabo san lucas my friend yes sir been down here for a few months in uh, the u.s in a couple wow. of weeks so exciting things happening
0: i love it man Um, So for those of you guys who don't know who Dave is, uh, he's an absolute legend here in greater Vancouver area and has since moved to Mexico, started full-time coaching. Man, I just can't wait to find out this whole journey. Um, But yeah, let's let's start from the very beginning. How did you start in real estate, Dave?
1: Uh, I started in real estate Oh, geez, just over 15 years ago. Um, you know, my father was in real estate for his whole career. He focused mainly on, you know, commercial. So I kind of I grew up with it. Um, you know, in my twenties, sold cars. I worked for Honda for a number of years, and I thought that the next logical step in sales would be for me to get into real estate. So took the real estate hmm. course, got licensed in about 2010. Uh, you know, did a little bit of work for my for my father a couple of years before I did that. And um, yeah, started out in Coquitlam working at Remax, and you know my first sale was hundred and sixty-nine thousand dollar mobile home. Wow. This thing was a this thing was a piece of shit. <laughs> if you look at my IG page, I, it, I I pinned it in the top left corner. You can see the video. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, started, I started from the bottom, man. I, I started selling one-bedroom condos. I was on that circuit for a long time, you know, moved up into townhomes, started getting more into residential detached. But I always kind of had that feeling that, that I wanted more. I wanted to be around more. I wanted to be in the mix. I wanted to be in the city. I wanted to be doing luxury real estate. And, mm. you know, one day, a couple years into, you know, into my real estate journey, and I just decided to take a huge risk, and I moved everything into the city, and just went for it. I oh, left wow. the suburbs, and I really focused on building something for myself in you know in the Vancouver market. So I, w- I was able to do so. Um, you know, I, I, I cracked into kind of the more higher end condo market, and and I did quite well with that. So it, it did it did work for me. You know, there was a lot of hard work. There was a lot of late nights making calls in the office. There mm was a lot of dead ends there was you know i tried everything possible that there is to do for marketing advertising everything i've done it you know and i i really found that that what worked for me was just was putting in the work Then I was banging on doors I was making calls was you know becoming like a student of the business and always learning always perfecting my craft as i yeah. went on so so yeah that's no, amazing and, uh, that's, 15 years in I, I started um, I started my coaching consulting business and awesome. when that started it it kind of started like I trained a lot of people at the office I was working with, like all the guys, I trained them on calls, mm-hmm. I trained them on how to get doors, I'd help them build out all the marketing packages, you know, I'd go to listing appointments with them and help them close. So I was training mm-hmm. before I even knew that I wanted to kind of wanted to do this. It was always something that, that I really, really enjoyed. Um, and when I started Jenkins Consulting, it started out great, and it just it grew and it grew and it grew. And I found that mm. it turned into more of something that was full time. It was taking all my time and interest. And then this year, I just decided to disperse, to pursue this uh, full time. Wow, yeah. it's so we, tough we because.
0: You are so productive as an agent, and you're obviously uh, succeeding at a high level, five, six million, seven million dollar condos in Greater Vancouver. That's the life that we all want, right? Uh, How did you just say, you know what, I'm leaving that behind? Because that's tough.
1: You know, how how could I put? I, I got sick of doing the tours. I got sick of doing the open houses. I... I just, I, I was more, I really enjoyed working and helping other agents, and I really found mm. a lot of in that, and it was something that I just loved to do, and you know, I, I love to do it a, a lot more, and I'm able to do something every day that, that I truly enjoy, that aligns with my purpose, and I make a great living doing it, so it was just, it naturally fell into place for me, it, it wasn't a difficult it. Really, a decision. And a lot of the business that I have, and my, you know, all my clients in Vancouver, you know, I refer those people off to you know other agents that I work with in the business. So I still get, Perfect. you know, there's still real estate money coming to me. It's just I'm not doing it full time hmm. myself. Right.
0: I love that. Okay. So uh, I do want to back up a bit um, because a lot of agents, uh, you know, start out from the bottom like you did and want to break up, break into the luxury market. I mean, how did you do that to go from Coquitlam all the way to downtown and uh, to build up that clientele? I mean, there's no door knocking in downtown as we know. So, h- how did you do that?
1: So, I made it a point that when when I moved downtown, I moved right into Cole Harbour. I moved into into the Fairmont Pack Rim, which you know at the time I would say was probably wow. one of the best buildings in the city. And I made it a point that. My marketing was the best in the business. My package looked amazing. Whenever I left the house, I also looked amazing. I was my personal brand. If I'm gonna show up selling luxury homes, I showed up. I went to every networking event that I could possibly go to. I made sure that I was in the scene. I tried to get an open house every weekend in downtown. I had signs everywhere that said fucking Dave Jenkins on. I had buses running all through Vancouver with my face and name plastered down the side. I made it my business that people knew I sold real estate. Because if nobody knows you're mm. in business, how are you going to get any business? So going into a neighborhood right. where, hey, yeah. I hadn't done any sales, how am I going to do it? People have to see me. People have mm. to know who Dave is. And I also, at that point, I, I didn't have listings. So I leveraged my brokerage. When I'd send out just listed or just mm. sold cards, I'd blanket the neighborhood with them. But it was a just listed or just sold from my office. right? Mm. So I was able to a lot too, which I think a lot of people don't do, which they really should be doing. Like, if I'm if I'm going to geo farm a new area, I'm not going to send out market updates that nobody's going to read. People want to see the word "just sold" "just listed," and then they see my name beside mm-hmm. it, right? They don't want to see uh, you know a big graph of stats that no one's ever going to look at. They want to see something that's aesthetically pleasing, that looks amazing, that either says "just listed" or "just sold." That really, really worked well for me, and that's actually how I got Mm. my my first listings downtown was the guy in my building kept seeing my flyers over and over, and he wanted Mm. to sell, and that was my first one in the Fairmont, which actually to this day, was the second highest price uh, for that floor plan ever sold in the building, so that one was my first one, and I hustled the shit out of that. Every weekend, Mm. I was in that lobby doing an open. I blanketed everywhere with flyers. It was on social media. It was literally everywhere. And I used that to leverage more business. And then I got another listing in the shangri Law States. And then it just went from there. And I kept marketing. I kept advertising. Wow. I kept spending more. You know, the, the level up really, it never, it never fits your timeline. It never fits your pocketbook. And that's just it. Like, I was ready to make that risk and mm-hmm. go all the so I, you know, I, I spent the money. I invested in myself. I always became, tried to become better and better and better. And I was a student of the business, like I said, right? But one thing that's
0: amazing—leveraging
1: uh, the brokerage is, to me, is huge.
0: I see. Yes, yes, and then not every agent wants to do that. I don't know why, because uh, you're allowed to. Uh, You're allowed to use other people's uh, listings, even outside of the brokerage. So why not inside of brokerage, right? Uh, But I I do want to um, talk about this because what you did, all that you've shared so far, it takes a lot of courage to spend money, to move in a completely different market, to start from zero and to utilize other people's listings to leverage yourself. How did you develop that courage to take such risks?
1: So, John, I-, I looked at it like when I first started in real estate, I had 2000 bucks in the bank. Two fucking grand. I didn't know how I was going to pay rent the wow. next month. I had to hustle. I had no choice but to do it. A lot of people these mm. days, they don't have urgency. They're too comfortable. They don't want to get out of their comfort zone and go for it. And where I've found the most success and the most growth in my life has been by putting my pl- myself in places that were uncomfortable and growing from there. Mm. right so was it uncomfortable to take that risk did i have financial stresses and oh shit what if this doesn't work out of course i had those thoughts but nothing comes out of staying comfortable so i took mm. that risk and i got comfortable and it worked but i i mm. i went it. and there's such a great feeling of going for something because i don't want to be that guy and 30 years when I'm 70 years old looking back with regrets on my life like that's is not going to happen for me I'm going to look back and say that awesome. I have a kick-ass story my book fucking rocks someone's going to want to read that book and be interested in it I don't want to have a boring ass book so you know when I see something that I want I'll, I'll, I'll take the risk and go for it and if it doesn't wow. work out fuck it I got a cool story to tell and I'll, I'll go back to doing what I was doing right but I, I just that's I could amazing. never live not going for it like that just is not is not me right
0: that's amazing so really it is about having no regrets you know if you were to think about being 70 years old looking back like would I have done that why didn't I do that I could have should have would have right Um, why not just do it now since we are we're in the moment um so what drives you ultimately there's something inside right because you you seem like uh, a very like intense guy Cause that that's that's how you come off, and you know, I mean that in in the most sincere way. Because I love that intensity about you. Uh, what what drives that?
1: It's I I just I have a desire inside for more, and I still want more, John. Like how many people told me when I was leaving Vancouver and we were moving down to Cabo that I was nuts, I was crazy to leave behind a real yeah. estate business and focus on coaching. Why why would you want to do that? It was the best thing I ever did was take that risk because that risk got Mm. me to this point. I mean, now we're moving to Miami in two weeks and just the opportunities that this has opened up and the growth that I've had along the way, it just, that drives me, the the, the future, the the possibilities of what's out there and what more I can become and what more I can do. And I'm not satisfied yet. I want more Mm. and I'm gonna go after more and I'm gonna continue to go after more because I have that desire and I, I feel it here. I think a lot of people, when they have that desire to go do something, they feel it fucking right there. And I have that every day. And that's why every day I don't waste. Like we have a daily program and I follow Mm -hmm. that every single day. And I don't miss on that and not missing on that also brings me a lot of success, right? Like you have a program. I see that, you know, you show up and train every day on your IG and, and that probably really helps you in your day to day because you don't miss on your routine. So that, that's something that's vital for me, but that desire keeps me going every day. It's the desire to do better, to do better for my family to do better for Mm -hmm. my girlfriend, provide a better life for us, right?
0: Wow. So, yeah, a lot of it is just a burning desire for more. Wow. The burning desire to win um, is is crucial, I think, because, you know, we can teach you the skill. Like the agents that are listening to this, guys, we can teach you the skill, but we cannot teach you the will. The will, you need to dig deep and find out what gets you up in the morning. And Dave, you Mm -hmm. found it. Um, so why do you think most agents are not as intense as you are and as motivated and have that burning desire?
1: So a lot of it, you know, I'll find guys like I can give, we can give anybody a plan in real estate. It's actually not that hard of a business. People just overcomplicate the shit (laughs) out of it and they they don't want to work. I mean, really, we got to get good at a few Mm -hmm. fundamental things, show up every day again and again and again, and it's going to work for you. But I find a lot of people want to get out of actually doing the work. You know, they're, mm. they get way too comfortable. And again, I'll go back to it. Growth is not found in comfort. Growth is found in uncomfort. Nobody likes mm. door locking a house when it's pouring rain and there's an expired. Nobody wants to go fucking knock on the door and potentially get told to, to beat it and get off someone's. Like, nobody wants that. And that's why people don't do it, because it's uncomfortable. So, John, the biggest uh, thing is people got to decide if average is still good enough. Everybody that cool. rolls through my program, average is, is not good enough for them. Like we try to breed, uh, you know, we, we breed winners, right? We we don't go with the excuse makers, the procrastinators. And every year is, is their year, only to say the same shit next year. Because they fell on their ass two weeks into the year And it's all out the window because they didn't see results in two weeks, right? Like, no, I I remember there was months I didn't get anything on the phone, but I still showed up every Mm. day and made calls. And, you know, I remember how many times I left the office at 7.30 at night pouring fucking rain when I I got told to to fuck off 20 times and the phone kept getting slammed down on me time and time again. Mm. That frustration gets real after a couple weeks or a month of getting nothing. But you find that success by pushing through and doing it again. Like some of the biggest deals I ever had came simply off the phone. And we always wow. say, hey, I, I sold this $5 million place off of a phone call, but I never told the story about how, the thousand calls I made before that or the thousand calls I made after, right? Mm. So some could say, well, you know, Dave, you do really well at this. I'm like, well, yeah, I do, man, because I made 5,000 phone calls. I'm like, you've made 50. So of course I'm going to be way better <laughs> at it with you right? It's, it's always like the page five to someone else's page 275. And it's, yeah. it's people look at the end results and they don't want anything. They, the middles where the work comes in. That's like for right. Us, what do we, do? we sell the middle, right? I mean, I give you the middle. I'll tell you what worked. There's my middle. That works. Go do that. I'll hold you accountable to do it. I'll push you. I'll break you through your limiting beliefs. I'll build a work ethic in you. I'll get you disciplined and you'll be successful. Right. And working mm-hmm. with a couple guys, Right now, from from Graham, who are all plugged in on program, they're all doing really fucking well. They're gonna have great years, but they all nice. adopted that mindset that they're gonna get up and hustle every day and stick to it. So the biggest thing for people is they gotta decide: is average still good enough? I say it's not.
0: Guys, uh, you gotta ask yourself every single day, and I th- I think that's a great question to ask yourself: is average good enough for me? That, get, that question gets me so pissed off. I'm going to ask myself tomorrow when I wake up, is average good enough for me? Hell no. Yeah. I love that. The, um, so to tell us a little shot. bit. Mm. Yeah, you need to push a little bit harder. Um, do tell us a little bit about how you help these guys and what the consulting and coaching looks like and how you help agents move forward in their production.
1: So like I said, I mean, anybody can have a coaching business and say, here's a plan, go follow it. Here's a PDF, read it and go make calls. That I find doesn't work. What we do, and I think what's a little bit different about myself and my approach is I take everybody one-on-one and I Mm. focus on building a foundation for their business because everybody's different. John, you're going to have a different business than the next guy. So we look at you, what your current strengths are, what your goals are, what your weaknesses are, Everything, and we build a solid foundation for the business. So we'll get your branding dialed in. All of your marketing materials are all get done by us. You know, we do all the websites on the back end. We do all the lead gen on wow. the back end. Uh, so we really build out everything. So once somebody has that solid foundation and a clear direction in which they want to go, and they want to take their business, and we set a few goals, we develop a plan on what you got to do every day in order to get there. So wow. the plan for everybody is is not the same. You know, you could be a realtor that's, that's a full-time mom, so we gotta juggle your schedule around your kids and we gotta build it around you. So everybody gets a, a custom plan built along them. I hold you accountable to doing the work, but I also one-on-one train you. All one-on-one role play mm. with you. I'll teach you how to circle prospect, I'll teach you how to do a listing presentation. I'll teach you how to handle all the objections, rejections, like any rejection or objection I could probably handle. So we go through all of that stuff. So I train you in the fundamental things that you need to do well in order to be a successful realtor, but we get your habits dialed in. So when you're gone from the program, you're going to continue to do well because we've instilled the daily habits in you. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think wow, a lot so of these is... guys success is I hold them accountable to doing it and it becomes hmm. habit.
0: That's amazing. So it sounds like it's not a one size fits all coaching program, consulting program. It's everybody has a different goal, and you help them set up exactly what fits them to build a foundation, lead gen, and then after all that's built, you hold them accountable on a daily basis. It's a one on one coaching program where you're role playing with them, you're holding them accountable. Um, man, that's that's a lot on your plate. <laughs>
1: But it, it's something, John, that I like, I like doing. Like all day, like I'm here, we're down here. I, I have an office uh, down at the Waldorf here in, in Cabo. I come down here every day. I do all my calls here. Mm-hmm. So after we're done this, I got another five calls back-to-back student calls, but it's going to be the same thing. Wow. We're just going to be talking, you know, we're going to be talking personal development, breaking through limiting beliefs, yep. because I really feel, and we said that the business is never the problem is the business. The problem is always inherently mm-hmm. the person. So when we focus on building the best version of you what happens mm-hmm. The business falls into place every single time right yeah. So a lot of it is i gotta save people from their bad decisions i gotta i gotta instill the confidence in them you know a lot of guys they come in they're overweight they're sloppy they don't leave that way you know they they leave mm. with you know the, the mind body connection So it's a whole thing. It's not just me telling you about real estate. It's really the focus is on building a better version of the person.
0: Amazing, amazing. Um, Wow. As well. So. Definitely, definitely. What do you think is the biggest struggle? Excuse me, for the agents that are working with you right now to get to the next level.
1: Well, everybody comes in and and there's no no concrete plan. There's no clear direction Mm. on where they're going. I find that most agents, they're off in so many different directions, trying so many different things. And a lot of them will get to the end of the week and I'll say, well, okay, what did you do? I think, well, I was busy, but what did you accomplish? Fuck, nothing,
0: Mm.
1: right? A lot of people will coast through their days thinking that they're busy, but they really didn't accomplish anything important for real estate because real estate, it comes down to Mm -hmm. generating leads. If you're not generating leads, you don't have a very good real estate business. So I streamline everything to a clear direction for people. So it makes it very, very, very simple, right? I take out the 30 things that you did in a week that were a complete fucking waste of time and I had people stop doing their sabotaging habits in the week. You know, I'll, I'll restructure their People say, well, I show up in the morning at, to my office at 9 a.m. and make cold calls. I'm like, why do you make cold calls at 9 a.m.? I'm like, how many people do you talk to at 9? They're like, well, fuck, not a lot of people. I'm like, start doing it from mm. 4 to 7. Like, it's a way better time to do it. So dialing right. in the direction that they're going, taking out all the waste of time stuff, and really getting the yeah. schedule dialed, being held accountable to the schedule, it, it works every single time. You know, nobody that's come through that's actually followed the plan and, you know, what was open to learning, open to being coachable, ever didn't do well, right? So, and like I said, man, it's not a hard business. We just got to execute the right things and we got to be able to do that at a high level, right? Yeah.
0: Wow. I I think, yeah, people come in with no plan and people come in uh, thinking it's easy, but when they join you do you believe that people already have that desire when they join you or do you have to like kind of pump them up to have that desire what do you think
1: so a- anybody that's going to take the step to obviously invest into their business has has a desire to do well but is a part right. of my job to pump you up yeah everybody who leaves that call is is fucking pumped and they're going to go kill it that day for sure okay so that's also a part of what i do but anybody that's going to take the step and say, hey, I'm going to invest in my business does have a desire to succeed. Um, no one's going to come in and, and waste thousands and thousands of dollars for me to tell them what to do, and then, and then they don't do it, right? So, yeah, there, there is definitely a level of desire to succeed for, for mostly all the people that come through, for sure. Yeah,
0: I always say that do- it, if, if you oh. – Sorry, go ahead. I would say that if you pay, you, you'll pay attention and you'll actually do the work because you have something at stake, right? There's, there's an accountability there, and inherently when you pay, when you invest. so yeah. I, I, think, I think that's brilliant. Um, what are some Definitely. typical results if you can share of the agents that do uh, get involved? what yeah, can they see for, sure for that, themselves?
1: So, again, everybody's different, but I, I can share some pretty good wins. Um, I had one girl come through. She, she was a rookie agent. She actually got Rookie of the Year at her, at her brokerage. And the last quarter wow. with me, she made 250 k um, So I was, I was pretty pleased with wow. her. She's got, very, she's got a very good business going now. It uh, doesn't, doesn't need me anymore, but uh, she, she's going to do really well. I had another guy come in. It um, wasn't a, a huge producer. was in the game for quite some time. And we mm-hmm. rebranded him, remarketed. I got a great lead gen program going for him. And he made 60K selling pre-sales uh, last December wow. running our program. He did fucking really well. Um, I had a guy, young guy uh, from Alberta come through. He stayed on for about eight months and he did 27 deals mm-hmm. his first year. He did really well. And this kid came to me like no sales skills, like nothing at all. Like, it was a bit of a tough project. Wow. He could do twenty-seven deals this first year. Anybody can, right? But there, there's mm. a lot of people. Like one of the agents I'm working with with Graham, she just got a listing. I got another guy; he's got two listing appointments this week just by doing the shit that we talk about, right? So people do awesome. find the success. And you know, I, I had one guy in, in four months with me; he made an extra hundred k. So for what for what you pay me in my program, it, it's it's not a huge cost for the rate of return, right? So,
0: Negligible. See, negligible There's,
1: there's a, lot of, a lot of good uh good success stories that have come through
0: oh man that's awesome hey dave would you mind uh posting the link of your you know coaching and info in that uh in the comments section after the facebook live is done
1: yeah for sure man yeah e- easiest way to hit me up is always ig i, I do everything just off IG, okay it's just it's dave jenkins underscore dave jenkins underscore um, and it, if you see there, there, there's a link to a website, but um, the website just has a little bit of a background, a couple testimonials, things like that. But anybody that's interested, just hit me on the DM on IG, um, and I, I hit it back right away. You know, I, I answer all my DMs. I do everything right. one-on-one. You're never going to be put off to another coach or somebody that I train. You know, we, we don't roll like that. It's, it's always me, 100%.
0: That's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for um, you know, sharing your coaching program, sharing your journey as well. If there was one thing, Dave, that you could give us uh, for agents to take for all of 2024, to dominate 2024, what would it be?
1: Dial in your daily habits, have a schedule, and build your personal brand. If you could do those things, you'll have a great year. All comes down to the daily habits. If you you have a schedule, you stick to it every day, you dial in your daily habits and you build your personal brand via social media, there's no doubt in my mind that you'll fucking kill. I think you you would agree with that. I love that.
0: 100%. I always say that, you know, control the controllables. You count the wins by actually executing your daily habits. Don't just count Mm -hmm. the wins of the results or the deals that come in because they'll come as a result and a byproduct of what you do daily. So I appreciate you saying that. And guys, build your personal brand and we're going to dominate in 2024. Dave, thank you so much for your time today, man. man. And I can't wait to collaborate more.
1: 100% thanks, John. Much appreciated. Anybody just hit me on IG.
0: Sounds good. All right, guys. All right, guys, make it a great day. We'll see you all soon.